started, mate. This is how it starts, like. Lion! Hey, how you doing? Hi, man. All right, man. How are you? I'm very good, man. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Hey. So, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. This is your famous. I can see your pivots there. This is the famous stairs, man. It's looking good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spiral staircase, mate. Yeah, look at the pull-up rack. Oh, it's amazing, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Holy, <laughs> nice, man. So Jamie just wanted to show you his wraps, but his connection's <laughs> really bad. So I'm not sure oh, if he's going to stay in or not. Beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, man. How are you, man? I'm good, you know. I, I literally had like a, a shock injury. So I, I was literally paralyzed for a little bit, man. It was that bad? Yeah, it was bad, bro. It was I bad. Seen, I, I seen the, the video. Had to carry me. Bear hugged me to the, to the bathroom. I was out, man. What I, happened? I seen when you... Sorry, I don't know. Sorry. Explain, mate. I, I seen the video, but... Yeah, so I was doing a front flip re-grab, but you you know when you're not um, prepared to land. So I landed, and um, I landed on mud, and the shock just went straight up my back. And ah. I just couldn't walk, man. Yeah, so it's dangerous. Have you got it checked out? Or? I got it checked out. I saw a specialist um, two days ago. And so it, it's, it, it's, no, it's no big issue. It was just like, it's, it's just um, erupted an old injury. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I'll be back soon. Freestyling. <laughs> so, so who did you say had to carry you? Goku? Goku, yeah. Literally, dude. <laughs> How did he carry you? <laughs> he's, he's actually quite strong, to be honest. Yeah, man, he's pretty huge now. Man, I'd say he wasn't walking after he tried to lift you. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the size of Goku that would last a while? Like, that's huge, like. Yeah, but yeah, like, when, lying, like, honestly, when, when when he carried me, I was just like, uh, I don't know if I can trust you, but I, I was in so much pain. <laughs> I was just like, okay, man, just get me on the chair. <laughs> do you do you have an idea roughly how long you might be out for? I think I think maybe a month, two weeks, man. To be honest with you, what was the old okay. injury that came back? Yeah, so sciatic nerve, sciatic nerve injury. Okay, yeah. But yeah, how, how are you guys, though? Yeah, we're okay, man. We're all kind of still on the, the Zoom world and, like, doing everything online. But uh, mm -hmm. taking over, taking over. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. So I'm going to just yeah. introduce you to any, or try and explain who you are anyway. Um, so to us, obviously, you know, one of the beasts in calisthenics in England. Then you founded Roar Powers, and then you're also one of the founders of the... Calisthenics Universal League. Yeah, used to be, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the owner anymore. Well, obviously, there's no, no events no, anyway. No. Yeah. You stepped aside altogether, have you? I've stepped aside off. It's gone into a, a, a different direction, but hopefully a good one. So I had to let, let that happen. Okay. And do you think it'd be something you're going to compete in down the line then? Or? Um, I, I, I think I, 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 I'm going to wait a bit because you know how I am with competitions, you know, I get nervous and I, I so I'm going to wait a bit to just, you know, make the moves really, really basic for me. And then hopefully, basically, I'll be waiting till I get 720 before I compete. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny, man, because like we were talking a while ago, me and Aaron saying like, you know, how much Goku's improved like and just like. 
Aaron's claim to fame now is don't care about Goku two years ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, he did say that. He did say hey, he, he, I remember he told me he's, he's gonna go for vengeance, and anyone who's beaten him before, he's, he's gonna just challenge him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aaron can barely walk now, so I think he'd be all right. Like, yeah, I'll never get it. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna come to Ireland for you. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> you see me in a wheelchair at the ground. Like. So what um, for you, man? How did you start with calisthenics? Um, for me, calisthenics was um. So I think I, I I finished my college, so I got all of my you know grades to go to college and stuff. But I when I went to go to university, um, you know I couldn't pay the tuition fee at that time, and I couldn't get the sponsorship, the government loan. So I just went to the bars, you know, and uh, I saw some, uh, at that time it was just like old men, like they were in their fifties and forties, just doing pull-ups only. And uh, I started doing that. And I remember doing the pull-ups and it was really good. I said doing muscle-ups as well. And I just remembered, I said like, there must be something more to this sport. Like it must be able to become something because like it felt so good in doing the pull-ups, but little did I know, like there were pull-up competitions happening around that time. I was just not part of the scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's how I kind of started calisthenics. It was kind of my option, like just to like pass the time because I had nothing better to do for the whole, like the whole year, like because I didn't get to go to um, university, so I just balanced it with work. That's mad. And then, so what? What park did you start in? Kennington Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so back then we had like we had like wooden bars. And the floor was always muddy, right? And people used to bring like their old carpets at home to pour on the mud floor. And literally every summer the carpet would just disappear. And you had to put another one. <laughs> Who's robbing uh, carpets like? <laughs> I remember uh, remember one time we went over to Oak and uh Loud showed up with a yoga mat. And yeah, like, yeah. Everyone was just giving them stick, like you're like, bro, what are you doing with a yoga mat? Like <laughs> Mate, you know what? Everyone's telling me I need to start doing yoga. You know, don't underestimate yoga right now. I think we need that calisthenics. You know? Seriously. <laughs> well, Aaron, you tell me oh. about your yoga, mate. Yeah, I I found out I had like a, a inflammatory disease. Whoa! So I literally like couldn't get out of bed for like three months. Whoa! And, um, I started doing yoga, and now like I'm back being able to like full planch and stuff after like six months of yoga. Wow! So it definitely works. Like yeah. really boring, like but <laughs> it works. <laughs> My girlfriends keep telling me about yoga so many times, and I, I, I and I've just been saying, "Oh no, I, I I don't do yoga," but now I think I'm gonna take it seriously. Wow! Yeah, no, that, definitely back. do. Like, especially if you're doing like handstand press and stuff, like just getting a little bit of extra flexibility. Don't realize you don't need, and then you get it, and everything's so much easier then as well. So, oh man, I mm-hmm. think yoga is kind of like something that suits your personality as well, though. For me, yeah. a lot of people have said, but you you know, to be honest with you, I do meditation. Um, I go into a weird, uh, what was it, a weird habit lately. Like, you know, before I go on the bus, I would kind of like go into the Lotus and just like pay respects. I saw this, I saw the samurais do it with their sword, right? So like they give like a bow. So I was just like, I'm going to do the same thing to the bars, you know, because just pay my respect before I use See, the equipment. You you can get away with that because of who you are, but if one of us treated that over here, like you would get absolute <laughs> abuse. Like you're serious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not as cool as you, man. We wouldn't get away with that. <laughs> oh 
Oh, man. But you guys got the... Remember, I can't even do the bar monkey. I literally cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that 360? I remember the challenge. <laughs> My coordination was just like, what? <laughs> so Lion doing like shrimp for 40 Gengar all day in this training <laughs> session. And then I got them to try the BM360. And he was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but um, man, for you, I'd, one of the things for you with regard to you was like, uh, you know, personality wise, you're a very creative person and, you know, you're artistic yeah, and thanks. stuff. And, do you think like your personality or calisthenics suits your personality? Yeah, I think I think calisthenics suits my personality because um, it's because I don't know if I if you know, but I I kind of uh, trained in in like different martial arts weapons, right? Like so, nunchuck, samurai sword, tonfo, um, three section staff, nine section chain whip. So there's quite a few. Um, but with all of these styles, like when you read about them, all of the all of those like warriors back in the days, like they did like body conditioning. So and body conditioning is literally reps, reps and sets, like you know, just re- repetition of squats or repetition of press ups. So like um, that kind of um, made my interest in calisthenics a lot more deeper as well, because I thought, whoa, this is actually conditioning my body, like so. I'm ready like to like walk the, it, it, it's just amazing to think that the warriors like the Spartans like ages ago, a thousand years ago, 200 years ago, did the exact same training that we're doing today for like fun and in competitions, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's it's got a really strong history and kind of lineage. So definitely um, shaped my personality for sure. Cause I, I'm, I feel very connected with those kind of warriors, so. Yeah, man. That's cool, and are man. you in, like, obviously, you'd have a good, like, interest in the history behind calisthenics as well, then, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't know the history of calisthenics as in how it came about with the different teams, you know, like the bartenders and stuff. But um, the history of the movements, probably, yes. And what, um, what like, you said you were some of the warriors, like, who are you talking about, like, the Spartans and stuff like that? Pretty, pretty much like most warriors um, back in the days, right? So <clears throat> you have to be strong, yeah? But you also have to make your muscles um, be able to be um, endurable. So you can't... So, for example, if, if you go to... The, if you're gymming, right? And you just, you're just trying to get bulk, yeah? You, you, you will lose speed and you won't be able to kind of support your muscles for too long, you know? You just have the one shot, you know? Like one punch and you can... <laughs> just like Aaron, mate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a job so, done, lads. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they had to kind of find a way to be able to, like, gain muscle and strength, but be also be able to move with it, you know, get stamina and stuff. Jay, Jay Hems logging out, Lion. His, uh, his connection's too bad, so he's just oh, saying, no. enjoy, man. Yeah. Oh. You were talking here, look down, and like you were talking like a real serious topic, and Hems like, <laughs> like that for ages. All right, mate. We'll I'll see you later. I'll say to him, nice to meet you as well. I love these raps. <laughs> look at his face now. <laughs> but uh, you, man, you mentioned Sorry, a lot of that, martial arts that you've done um, previously. So, like, do you think that that kind of, I suppose you call it a sampling period, do you think that helped you when you moved into calisthenics? Um, yeah, for sure. You know, like, because I, I, I mainly did training with weapons, 
not really any like traditional martial arts like Wing Chun or you know karate or anything. I didn't do any schooling in that. Just training the weapons. I think it helped my um, hand coordination. You know when you do you remember the the, the um, everybody who's done freestyle knows. You know when you first try to catch double three sixty for the first time or you try to go for a regrab. Like, how painful is it to tell your brain, yeah? Remember, catch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you're spinning, but it's so hard to kind of, like, remember. Don't catch with this hand. Always bring it in, bring it in. So that was really easy for me because with the weapons, you constantly have to change how your hands are. Yeah, when I was in I was in college, we did, like, a study on skill acquisition and we were learning how to juggle, but you're not actually looking at the balls. Like, mm-hmm. It's like your outer perspective knows what you're doing, but you're not actually focusing on what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, like, oh, I was really good compared to everybody else, but that was just because I was doing calisthenics and you're not actually looking at the bar half the time. Oh, <laughs> wow. So similar kind of cross. I don't know, juggling's obviously not as cool as stabbing people, like, but <laughs> yeah. same idea, like. Mm. When I went um, to- yeah, sorry, you go. So, just when I went over to you, like that time, I think obviously about two years ago now, but oh, yes. you were saying to me that and you were saying about like, before you would go for a movement, you'd literally just hold the bar and walk about and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. get that feel for it. Like, yeah, on the low bar, I remembered. But that's from you yeah. say that's that's what I was asked. That's your experience of you know your previous training and being able to bring that into into Cali. Like, yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's crazy how everybody's um, previous experiences can like influence how they are. You know how you are as as like an athlete, you know. But yeah, that was literally mine, and it, it helped. It was a good one to come from, a good background to come from as, as well. Just a little weapon training background for me. Definitely. Do you think after your injury there, you'll go back and be a little more cautious doing moves, or do you think you'll be just straight? No way, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after the injury, yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be because <clears throat> the injury was a bit upsetting, you know, like because it was like. I don't know, people who can walk and run right now, for me, are like superheroes. <laughs> and <laughs> not only can we walk and run, we can do plunge, we can do 360, we can do 540. And I was just like, what? Like, I can push my body to, to do so much more, you know? Because if I'm able to do that, like where I am right now is like 0.2. And I was like at what, 90 or something, you know? So I feel like I really want to push the limits. I can definitely go for the moves that I was afraid to go for, you know? like swing 540 or 720 and stuff. It, it was just fears that was holding me back, really. Get a few mats. Like, I don't know what the thing is. Just get, just get uh, yeah. uh, some insoles into your shoes, man. <laughs> get some bulkier shoes and you would have been grand. No, I have some mats. The, the funny thing is my mats came the day after I got injured. Ah, I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was like just like a slap in the face. You mentioned there, man, there's some of the stuff before that, like, you know, maybe it's fear and stuff like that. How much of, like, calisthenics do you think is, like, you know... So wait, sorry, say it again, say it again. Sorry, you you said that sometimes with 720 and, you know, just to let get let go of the fear and mm. how much of your training do you think, you know, with calisthenics is mental and emotional, say, as much as it is physical? I think... Um... Uh, so I'm probably speaking a bit biased there. My experience is so, it's really kind of said it takes two experiences for me, like competition and training with, with friends. It's weird because sometimes when you train with the right friends, you can't really have fear because, you know, they give you so much energy. You're trying to prove to yourself and, and you're trying to prove to them what you can do as well at the same time. 
So, mm. you know, you, your brain can't even think about fear. Fear doesn't exist at that point. It's just about just do the move. Um, but for me, like, yeah, it's weird. In, in competitions is, is when I start to feel fear, like over the simple things, like, you know, the moves that I do every day, like shrimp flips. <clears throat> it's like my body is just like, are you ready to do this, man? I was just like, no, I'm not. You know, there's people watching. <laughs> Literally, it's like there's people watching me. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think I could do this. My legs start shaking, and all of a sudden, <laughs> a 360 just scares me, man. I'm just like, oh my god, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so wait, like when so, you, yeah, I, when when sorry. sorry, man, when you were when you were training with the lot, like as you said, you've no fear when you're training with that group. What kind of like? emotional state do you think you're in at that point then yeah i think i, I yeah <clears throat> i think it's it's a, it's a state of no doubt i don't doubt myself you know what i mean yeah because you know you, I, I know what i can do my friends know what i can do so for me to all of a sudden don't do it they're gonna be thinking whoa are you okay today you know what i mean so but in the competitions um it it, it becomes very more apparent that it's you against the bar and you against some person you've never met or it's for some reason um everything is worth more, a lot more, a lot much more value or something, you know? So I think the doubts kind of come, um, makes me fear. And probably a lot of people too, you know? We start to doubt our skills and ourselves, and then the fear just seeps in really. Yeah, man, I'm 100, like, you know, 100% agree with that. We'd be the same, you know, you kind of, you're torn into thinking of like, I'll do something that's safe as opposed to, you know, not necessarily your best move or, um, exactly but for you what do you think you you know just yourself maybe what do you think you need to improve on to you know have the same emotional state that you have with your friends that turn that into competition I think <clears throat> I haven't been able to execute this plan but I think because it's I, I asked myself like that question too I'm just like how come like people who do statics like they don't get nervous doing a plunge. You know, you can do a plunge from a hundred people and you're like, oh, cool. Your legs don't shake when you have to plunge, right? Or front lever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't. And I, and I, I think um, we, we, with the static moves and the reps, I think like we've like drilled it into our bodies with like practice and routine so much that, you know, you, you can't really get nervous from it. And it's also more grounding as well. But like, I, I, I honestly believe with, with me, I don't train my freestyle routines enough, you know? Like if I can train, like if I have a routine, let's say my third routine, shrimp um, 540 ginga, I, I will do that maybe um, in a week, three times. But actually, if you're training for competition, you, you should probably do that at least like 10 times a day or something, the same way you would practice front levers or planches, you know, in, in one set, you would probably go for 10 or go for, for eight or something, you know? So I think, I feel like for me, I, I need to treat my dynamics the same way I treat everything else, you know, more repetition. So even if I have doubts, no, I wouldn't have doubts anyway, because I've done it for so many times with or without people watching. It, it's, it, you know, it's just a breeze. Mm. So the fear is not really going to seep in that much as well, you know? Yeah, I think um, for some people, man, and they're probably the same, like dynamics, um, mm -hmm. They're, they're obviously much more like it's a skill and the much more technical aspect and there is more chance of you falling and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. like in competitions now some guys say about that you know oh uh statics should get more points because they're harder but that's someone else's perception when 
like as we say there, there's more chance of you failing a, a dynamic movement than a static movement. If you can do a front yeah, lever, yeah. you know, you can do a front lever, you know? Easy. <clears throat> Easy. You can do plant. No, a plant is different. But you, if you've got the move, you could always do it in front of a crowd. But I, I, but you know, we don't know. Like you know, I think the best athlete is the one that are balanced. You know, when you have everything to have that combination, to be able to do full plunge, press, full plunge, press, all of that craziness, and then to be able to throw some five forty combos, it's just like the respect there. It's just like whoa, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, but for you, man, it's very much like what it sounds. You know, it's um, you know, we 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 kind of think it as well. When people get into competition, it's not necessarily who physically is the best person it's like it's very true you can handle the pressure of competition the best because you personally like we see you we've seen you throw crazy stuff do you know what i mean and like some of the routines mm. and combinations you put together are amazing but then as you say maybe when you go to competition and pressure of it yeah you know, it doesn't work out a good example like you know your man kruko from poland like he did the one of me and goku like 2018 Okay, okay. <clears throat> but like, say Goku probably had like the best freestyle out of anybody that was there. Whereas Kruko only trained like sets and reps. Like he has world, world record for dips and pull-ups and stuff. Wow. But he didn't actually care about winning the freestyle one. He just did it for a bit of crack. Because their sets and reps was the next day. But he came second like. But that really? was just because he, he, he didn't really care about doing it like. Whereas like Goku and like me and other people like wanted to win the freestyle so they're more nervous. Like Aaron Kearns who did like he failed everything because like he was nervous, whereas Kruko didn't actually care. Like that's crazy. You know, but like, I, just a different mental state. Just mm-hmm. second, you know. Like, so like, all he did was a three sixty. Like he didn't know you any more tougher dynamic moves than that. Like, but he never missed it. Just because there's, you know? there's a theory about um, like two personalities when it comes to competition and or stress in general, and that. Uh, one person would look at competition and get excited at the possibility of winning. But mm-hmm. then the other aspect, someone else would be nervous of the possibility of failing. And, you know, it's what you kind of decide to focus your mind on. Um, you, this is the first time I heard that, you know, that, that's that's really powerful, actually. But it's obviously easier said than done, you know. Like, it's, <laughs> of course. It, it's it sounds okay just saying it and stuff. But for us here, say with the kids and stuff, you know, it's I would much and Goku is a perfect example of that man because Goku we've seen in competition loads of times now and he misses things, but he doesn't care. Do you know what I mean? He's more interested mm. in going for it. And yeah, we yeah, say that true. to our guys that we'd be much happier to see you throw your big moves and fail than just try play it safe I suppose yeah and that look on the opposite of that I don't throw it and big in a comp but <laughs> <laughs> no but um, to be honest with you that's kind of my if I win a competition I won a competition I think it was a competition Starboy um, did and I remember thinking I didn't feel like I won at all because I, I didn't land any of my big moves literally I I um, it was my first competition against, like, I don't really remember the person, but it, um, I remember I won really, all I did was a shrimp flip and a 360. <laughs> Those were the big moves. <laughs> How long ago was that? That was 2000 and like, oh no, wait, two, 2020, we're in 2021 now, yeah? 2020 <laughs> probably? Oh, oh no, 19. 2019. 2019, yeah. Early 2019. 
It was silly. And and I, I literally went home feeling so sad. And I thought, but I've actually worn it. I got a t-shirt. I was just like, you, got a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you have to look at the price. And I'm just like, really? I, 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 did, I, I don't feel like I deserved the win because I had so much more moves I could have done and I never did it. So I, I, I prefer to, to, to get through the nervousness um, and fail than like play it safe, to be honest with you. If, if you always play it safe, sometimes it, I, I don't think there's a, I don't know, there's, there's no point because you know, when, you know when, you, you, when you train dynamics, you train dynamics to kind of get the thrill of learning something new and powerful and you go to competition and you just have to like bring down your level to basic just to win. I don't think that's nice. I think, you, you know, people are limiting themselves as an athlete like that. But do you yeah. think that competitions like because if, if you fail, like <clears throat> I watched like a lot of the World of Bar Heroes, I watched like 50 battles, and mm-hmm. like <clears throat> it showed like the biggest reason why somebody lost is because they had a fail in their routine. So, do you think like the way competitions are formatted that it kind of makes people not want to try big moves because they know if you fail once, you're most likely lost, yeah, even if it's... you do crazy stuff after? Yeah, well, what you said actually is really good. Is 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 amazing. It's a good point because I remember we were in Sweden um, with. Um, hopefully, you'll meet the, um, this group of guys in Sweden. They're the best in Gothenburg. I'm just shout out to the Gothenburg guys. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they're the best. Yeah, but uh, so they started this thing called Swag, which is like street workout athlete Gothenburg. And so we had to like make a uh, a judging system for it. And and we were talking exactly what you said, Aaron. It's like they were like, if you fail a move. Uh, especially dynamics, you get rid of this one. And I was just like, I, and then uh, we, we, a group of us were like, no, it's not fair because, you know, you encourage people to play it safe when you do that, actually. Because if you fail every time, if you fail a move, yeah, let's say you did a combo, uh, 360 shrimp, and it's like, it's, it's worth <clears throat> 10 points, and they fail that combo um, with the shrimp flip after the 360, they get no points at all, you know? Or like they get two points, whereas they would have got five for the 360 and five for the shrimp flip. So I think it makes people play it safe. For sure. It's definitely part of the judging that does well, that too. When you hold a static, say if somebody holds like a say the rule is three seconds for a count, and somebody holds a planche for say a second and they come down. I don't think that's classified as a fail, even though technically it is. Yeah, wait, someone holds a, say it again, someone holds yeah, a So say if someone three. does a planche for three seconds and you have to hold it for three seconds for it to count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, just from watching the stuff again, like they weren't counting a failed static as a failed element. Okay. So if someone failed the front lever, they didn't like cancel the combo. But if yeah, they failed right. the dynamic move, they'd cancel that because they came off the bar. Yeah. Like, I guess that the, the dynamic move is a bit more obvious, isn't it? So that's kind yeah. of why they... You, what you can see, you know, you, you can penalize a bit more. Yeah, I think well, they do penalize the dynamics a lot more compared to the statics, even though the dynamics have more risk involved. So exactly, man. When you see competitions it's, it's now, that it's that mainly statics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So yes, yeah, so yeah. true. I think we we, we should because um so the, the way around that we were like okay so let's not take points away from the person's dynamic. We will take points away from their combo. You know what I mean? Because they've broken the combo, but their dynamics shouldn't get affected, you know? That's what I think um, is the way around that, because they should lose points. It's very true, but it shouldn't really directly affect your dynamics, because then then you you would just not really... It kind of puts you off. And then when when you lose points, you, and you know you've lost a point, you fail, then you go, oh, 
it's like it's discouraging yeah, yeah, yeah. to go and try it again. Yeah. I um I like their thing on the competition man that even though you won you were disappointed. Just <laughs> I know it sounds like shoot, but just purely because like you know, emotionally if or you know, I suppose psychologically or whatever you felt that like you didn't perform to your best, even though you yeah. won and like um yeah, just I think that that's interesting, you know what I mean? If you're like looking at you know, some people just literally solely like what Aaron said, he's basing it on the results there. But mm. for you, it was more a personal thing. Like, technically, you've done what Aaron said there. You've you've won. And if it's just about result, then happy days. But for you, you you were more interested in performing to your best level. Yeah, yeah. For, for sure. I mean, that's kind of my principle with with everything really like if it's if 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 i haven't done my best then like what's the point because you know we put so much hours into the training i wouldn't want to win and i didn't win in the way that i would like to win you know it's not about the win for me it's about coming off like feeling happy like i've conquered the bar but to yeah, feel like yeah. i haven't done that <laughs> just no <laughs> but like for people who obviously that won't still worked out for you you won but say you know people who we've had experiences of it here where someone if you don't win that's all they focus on. They don't actually oh, okay. focus on the performance, you know? Like you say, someone could give a great mm. performance and just, you know, be beaten by someone better on the day. Like if if I go in and I'm up against Eric Ortiz, I don't know how that would happen, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I'm just oh, happy with my... Jinx yourself now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, obviously like, you know, you just, you accept you were beaten by a better person, but focus, exactly. you're focused on yourself, not... The, the opponent as well yeah no but um, we'll, we'll, uh, that, that's a really beautiful point um, 100% for sure because he, if for me I, I take a loss if I've lost fair and square and you know you've done your best in, in, in that competition you you threw all the big moves but it still wasn't enough to beat the other athlete I, I, I would count that as a win personally like, yeah, yeah. personally because that is just like achievement you know no fails yeah. all the big moves landed Perfect, perfect experience points. Exactly, man. That that's and that's something I kind of think you know really important to look at for people that you know, it's that thing of like I said about viewing it as you know opportunity or a threat, and then yeah, yeah. When you see, as you say, if you've gone for all your big stuff and that's the best performance you can give, that's more important than the result most of the time, you know. Yeah, most definitely, man. Most definitely. And then just it was just it's going a little bit off of that, but we're still talking about competition. But do you think there should be um, white categories in 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 competitions? Um, I I I think there should be both. What do you think? I think I think there should be like a because I, I I always go into this with like the warrior mentality, you know. <laughs> Because if you like it, you know, if you if you're, I don't know, that's just my personal thing. I think of it like a battlefield. If you're on a battlefield, you're not going to make sure you see in war, you're not going to check your opponent's weight and be like, are we the same way? Okay, <laughs> we, can, <laughs> we can do this. But if we're the same way, no, no, let me call my, my other squadron guy. He's, he's your way. He, he's 90, I'll get him. I'll get him. Just wait 10 minutes here. <laughs> so it doesn't always work like that. But at the same time, you know, it is a sport. So, it, um, you know, you, you do need um, some regulations. But saying that, I think there should be another part of the sport that's like open, like a free-for-all, you know? 
So whatever weight, whatever category, also whatever sex as well. Because I would like competitions to have women battling too, you know? Mm. Because I, I've noticed, I, have you um, seen sometimes, you know, when the girls compete, um, you know, people judge the standard of the girls differently from the guys, you know? Yeah. So if a girl does a, a 180, then it's just like, whoa. Um, but then when the guy does a 360, it's just like, oh, that's just another 360. But it, it would be good if the girls battle the guys because then their levels also would go up too. And the guys, you know, vice versa, you know? But girls would also have completely different strengths that like yeah, a guy would be able to do that would help them stand out, you know, like we can mm-hmm. regardless as you say of sex, like uh both both sides stand out in their own ways, like. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I go to I, the, the warrior thing is um is good. We were trying to say that sometimes like you know the and like some of the guys eighty plus kg sometimes feel like they can't compete with the smaller guys. And maybe okay. if there was that kind of heavier category, you might get more involved rather than them just not trying freestyle at all. Yeah, it makes um, sense. But the other argument, Aaron's, arg- Aaron's argument is... Can't let me say gonna... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think it should be based off height categories. Weight categories, yeah? No, height... Height, height. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you going with the gymnast approach? I don't think they do it in gymnastics. I think they the small people just succeed because they're more suited for the sport. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like if you're if you're six foot four, you've longer limbs. The further away your limb is from the center of your body, the heavier you're going to be. So it's already at a disadvantage. I think when it gets to the point where there's a lot of money involved, and say for example, it's an Olympic sport and you're training for four years, mm-hmm. and you have a guy who's five two and you're six four. No matter how much you train, you're probably never going to be able to compete with someone who's that small if you're that tall. Yeah. Just physiologically, it just, it just doesn't work like I've, I've, I've heard of the, the, this theory before from a few guys in the park too, because remember they, they said it's not about the weight, it's about the height. Apparently, if, if you pass six foot or something, it's, it's really difficult to be able to do a full plunge. Yeah, yeah, if you, if you have a longer lever either. from the center, it's, it, it's just scientifically harder. Like, there's no... Yeah. Way around that, like. Uh, I, I wonder if I could pause a bit. I, I just have a crying toddler, so. I'm just <laughs> 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 yeah, so like so I'm one. back in a, a quick second if that's possible. Yeah, yeah no, man, no worries. Okay, okay. <laughs> Don't keep trying to hide back at me, aren't you? Like? No, I like it. I just want to see well, what the other people think. Grave, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I thought you were gonna say about um, that. There's like it would I thought you were going to talk about the weight category thing not being good because then there'd be too much competition going on in one day and all I thought that's what you I thought, you were, I thought that's what your counter argument was going to be there alright no it doesn't matter it, when there's money at now it doesn't matter but if, say if like the, the winner gets 10 grand or if they're training for 4 years for one competition like the Olympics and then well like in boxing just as an example obviously we're kind of still just chatting here now but in boxing Heavyweight champions are the like that's the one everyone wants to watch. But in our sport, I think it would be like, yeah, the way, and that would that be interesting though. I think quite though, like still, <laughs> like if someone smaller, but someone like, who's yeah, I know just saying with six foot, but if they're narrow, if you have a narrow frame, they're gonna have really good dynamics. Like, but does your body shape determine how good you are at dynamics though? 
Yeah, because you uh, you have a lower moment of inertia if you've a narrower frame. Look at Ronaldo, mate. What's Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Football. He's huge, like. Well, yeah, but you would, also you'd have a higher power output if you're if you have obviously more muscle. Like, look, Lyon, there's an example here, man. He's 80 odd kg and load is. Yeah. So does the weight actually matter? How fast he can move? Well, it depends on how much of the weight is like their power to weight ratio. Well, you'd like to think like an elite athlete has like a very low body fat percentage, so most of their weight is actually muscle. Like, yeah. So then, so, why would height be more relevant than weight? Longer limbs. Yeah. But we just said like, that they could rotate better and all. If they're bigger, yeah. If they're wider, not not taller. Yeah, but even if, if they're not. Go on. Even if they're uh, like, I like your theory, mate. I find it interesting, but I just, um, it obviously is a factor. Like, yeah, well, like, the skill stuff that's like skill acquisition. Like, I don't think body type has near enough much of effect than the static element. Like, what? Why would it, why would someone who's lighter, or <clears throat> yeah, why would someone who's taller have a better rotation than someone who's smaller? Like, just if they have a narrower, slender fr- frame. But. Why would that make his like? Look at the. They'd have narrower stuff. hips, so they can rotate better. Sorry, I'm back. Hey, baby. <laughs> How is fatherhood treating you, man? It's it's difficult, man. I, I have baby right here, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, she can calm down. I guess she's missing me. Congrats, though, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank cool. you. I'm sure. Are you studying it? in college at the moment, there? Say it again. Are you studying in college at the moment? I'm studying university. Yeah, what are you studying? Computer science. Yeah, seeing that looks cool. Yeah, yeah. So trying to balance everything out, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which is difficult. Do you it think you can use paralyzed either? Does it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that was a scare, actually. Almost getting paralyzed for sure. Do you think you can so, use the computer science and evolve it into calisthenics? Definitely. I've I've actually wrote a few codes. Um, for the calisthenics, I think, yeah, <laughs> right, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that was, I, I did my thesis on performance analysis and calisthenics, yeah, and I had to use a software called Dartfish. Dartfish, okay, yeah, so it just records and gives score for like each combination you do, but obviously, it's based off field sports, so it's very hard to bring like all the variety and calisthenics into that, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote something very similar to that as well. But I think we also need to include what I would have loved to do is include a real like VR, you know, like where the computer yeah. knows what the front lever is, it know it knows what a 360 is, a 540 is. Yeah, that'd be class. Is that what you're working have... on at the minute? I don't have time. Maybe <laughs> 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 in one hand, laptop on the other. <laughs> Pull up on your hand. <laughs> 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 but do you think the sport yeah. can get to that stage, man? I, I I believe so, man. I believe so. I know there's a lot of secret stuff going around with it, you know, potentially being in the Olympics. I hope so. I, I honestly believe it has a future. Because, I mean, so sorry. If Paco can do it, so can calisthenics. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, like the Lion uh, King there, they are all know. All <laughs> I'm sorry, the, the podcast energy has gone strange now. <laughs> it's life, man. So when you when you were organizing comps, man, what, what did you enjoy most about it? 
ah, just being on, on the other side, you know, just being able to kind of like, you know, put my input because everything, everything I've done before is as an athlete, right? Being able to put my input as a, as a judge and be just be thinking, okay, how can we make it better for the athletes, you know? Because I, I find some of the judges before, they were, they were not in the athlete's shoes. Yeah. So, you know, like there, there would be rules that made no sense. Do you think like a code of points could work in calisthenics? So say like each, every single individual move you can give points to, like award certain points. Yeah, definitely. I tried to do it, but like it's my perspective of the points. You'd have to get like a serious amount of people to be able to give their own opinion and try and work out how difficult the move is. Yeah, you you need to be united and have everybody agree on a certain thing or else it gets difficult. Do you think we'll ever get to that point with... There's so Definitely. many different groups. Okay, I'm putting baby away, so... <laughs> okay, sorry. I'd miss you too if you were my dad. <laughs> yeah, you would love it, mate. I would. Adopt me. <laughs> you joker. No, it's, yeah, man. Uh, being a dad is good, but yeah, it's lovely. It's a lovely experience. Yeah, you look happy, man. Yeah, definitely, man. In fairness, I was doing a copy, mate. I'll give you that. Yeah. As opposed to Aaron here, never seen him look happy. Like <laughs> never seen him happy. Happy? What are you talking about? His, but uh, I, I, th- I think Aaron, you, you have an interesting way of seeing things, though. I, I think that you, you should definitely like put that into the community for sure. Because I've never even I've, the, the the thing about the height and the weight totally makes sense. It's not just weight class. Yeah, I just think that'll, that'll be like a good few years away where it's not just competing for fun, it's competing for actual money and people are training, say, for a full year for a competition that will pay. That's their income for their their life, yeah, right? Yeah. I think that's when it'll start becoming a problem where it'll just be unfair for somebody who's 6'4 to go against someone who's 5'4. Like in... Um, have in, unfair advantage, like. in in gymnastics, like the tallest Olympic winner in males is like 5'9, but they're usually in and around 5'4, like... Yeah, um, like 5'4 is the most common one they kind of go between 5'2 and 5'4 but um, yeah so it's like obviously it is a it is a, a you know it is an aspect to consider I suppose definitely man it's just the way it is you can't the height does have must have an influence I guess it's not with everybody but in, in the in the yeah, greater exactly. margin yeah. yeah like look at uh, like Jay and Jay and Goku man Tiny yeah, was like the, the, the force that you generate, like. But you, you know, if I can defend them, because I mean, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get to ninety kg. Because I was thinking, I, I feel so sorry for the light guys, especially when they're good. Because the bad ones, nobody says anything about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you can never say like Jay and Goku don't try and really hard to get really good. Exactly, like, it's yeah, not yeah. down because they're small, like. Goku hasn't stopped training for the past three years. Like when I first seen him train, he was nowhere near a planche. Like, no. And now exactly. he has full planche press. Like, so like. Yeah, all, all it kind of is just kind else, of, like, you know, if, if you're someone's coach, man, or you know, you're training with somebody, and it's maybe just acknowledging what characteristics they might have, or you know, what moves might suit their body type. I suppose. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. all. You know, if if you look at Goku, looks spins. You know, all that kind of rotational movements, he might pick up quicker. Um, you know, it's just about kind of understanding the person you're working with. They still have to work hard regardless. 
Yeah, you yeah. have to, man. <clears throat> like, Go- Goku's just become insane in the last while, man. Yeah, man. G- but he's training insane as well. He's definitely put in the work. And, yeah, like, I, and I, I think now it's starting to show, you know? I think he'll start winning, like, world competitions in the next two, three years. Like, yeah. And if he's progressing how far he's progressed the past three years in another three years, like, Jesus Christ. Like. Yeah, it's incredible. How much did it kind of... The community man that's been developed, like the, you know, and even with the competitions, do you think that's obviously helped bring the likes of Goku and other people, obviously in the UK, you know, help the development of them? Uh, you, you mean the community in the UK? Yeah. So the fact that you have, you know, organised the competitions and you know, definitely, think that's what's helped kind of develop the the standard in the UK now and the community. Yeah, and definitely, definitely. I think you, you would remember maybe a few years back, maybe like four years back or something, 2017 or something. Um, you, how, how difficult was it to find a competition? Even in the, it was hard. Like there was like one competition in the UK a year or something. And if you didn't know the right friends or the right people, in the, you you would not even knew it, w- it would be taking place, you know? So like now the Instagram, everybody knows everyone really. So there's a competition, you know about it. And all these organizations in the UK host some competition it's perfect because it's like putting athletes under the stress of fear, of doubt, and it's just making them better, you know, with experience. And I think Goku is testament of that too, because, you know, there's a lot of competitions because he's a good friend of mine where he's gone to and he, he's like said, it was, it was just horrible. <laughs> he's like did no moves and he just had to pay for a flight ticket back home with his head down. I remember those things. <laughs> man, like that, that's kind of what Goku, like that's what we, I was actually only talking to Jay about him last week and was saying, you know, I remember his first competition in Oak and yeah. he was only like, I think it was his first one, you know, and he was only like 16 and he went for, whether a backflip or a shrimp flip or something and landed on his head. I remember that day, yeah. He was gone. We, we lost like, that competition. But like, you know, as you say, man, he, he'll go out and he'll lose one, but like, he's still competing nearly every month. Well, when he could, mm. like when things were okay, but... And you yeah. you, you know what? He, I mean, if he watches this, he'll probably hate me for it. But I, 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 I will reveal his big secret. <laughs> <laughs> Wait there till I get me pen out. Need some notes. Yeah, literally, because... <laughs> Because we're training partners. Um, and what I will tell you is, he's literally the opposite. Of, you know, the, the same thing you said to me, like the opposite problem of what I have? No, it's a different one. So some people, when you give them, um, what's the word? Um, when you give them pressure, when you give them a crowd and you, you, you put them on the stage, yeah? They're like, like me, it makes me nervous. It makes me doubt, it, all of that stuff. But for, for the likes of him, it does the opposite. It's like, makes them yeah. like stronger you know like yeah I'm, I'm finally here let me just show these people what i got and it, it kind of like boosts his performance a lot higher definitely like i remember yeah. uh, the one in norwich and he came over to me and he was really nervous that he got starboy he was like oh bro i've got starboy and then yeah, yeah exactly the last competition that you guys had he he bet starboy and yeah, he beat Starboy like, in the UK. I wasn't there, yeah. And I was just like, right, that's a big kind of for him personally, probably a big tournament. You know, feels he's torn the corner there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I, 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 honestly, he hasn't let that down. I think the best competition I've seen him in is the one in Denmark. I don't know if you were able to see that on the live stream. No, that was with T- against Team Vici, though, wasn't it? Against Team Vici. 
bro, that the the whole environment that day was just something else. And he did he did the ridiculous combo. Like he uh, he looked like he was in the training session in Beckton, you know, where he just throwing moves and just get off the bar. But it was mad. It's insane. He, I think he must have did a a triple three sixty into a shrimp five forty, and then I thought he would stop there. But then he did a ginger in the end and 360 and into plant. I was just like, <laughs> 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 so yeah, it was just amazing. Yeah, look, his his development's been amazing, man. And just like to, like you said that you know, the the mental kind of side of it, like the fact that like he has lost, but he he'll throw everything, and it seems that like mentally he's very strong. Like we've had guys at that. Same potential, you know, same potential got to that point where they're doing competitions, don't win the first two, one or two, and now they're gone. They're not yeah, even doing the yeah, sport. It's true. Whereas him, it just made him more determined, you know? Yeah, it's true. But I, I, I feel like he, he also chose a good name for himself as well. I think that's important. You need something strong behind you, you know? Um you need a symbol, you know, you need a yeah, symbol. Black Line Hills is a bit better than Gavin, like <laughs> Gavin? I don't know, but <laughs> I'm not putting it to justice yet, though. Soon, soon. It'll be Black Lion 900 soon, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely, man. I, I, I think everybody needs a symbol. And, and, you know, the Goku character for him is a symbol. And, and that character is the same story. He's all about, like, you know, he's he lost so many battles before, too. It's all about keep pushing and don't give up, you know, and always try to be the best. So he's literally like living that right now, that Goku mystical being. Does Jamie know who friend. Goku is, does he? Yeah, it again? from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah, yeah. didn't he get now? See, you're sweating there as well. <laughs> is that right? Did I get it right? <laughs> is this his first time? <laughs> yeah, but that's Jamie good, man. So you think he's used that as a, I suppose, as a motivation, yeah? Like the having something like a, an external kind of thing to look up to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Definitely. He's he's definitely used that as, as an external kind of power source, for sure. Like, now we're using him as an example, but do you think uh, that's a good thing for other people? Like, I suppose having a role model and, um, you know, do you think that influences people with their training and stuff? I think I, I think it definitely does. You need you need something, man. You, you, I mean, it's, it's weird because, you know, you need you need like a faith you need something that is stronger than you you know and eventually you you become greater than it in the end eventually but while while you're starting off you need that source of strength you know where it, it can be a family member as well it doesn't have to be a cartoon character like goku or like an animal like lion but it, you just need some, something or someone there that is strong i believe that definitely and maybe for the people who 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 started and like they failed they didn't probably they didn't have that like extra thing there to kind of keep them on track, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that kind of like that's you know, that coach position or you know, the I suppose like a external kind of voice to exactly um, give you feedback on your how you're doing. And yeah, like like and especially, you know, man, our sport is so young that it it is very hard to have, I suppose, like coaches and role models and stuff, but the next generation, the likes of Goku, you know, they have you, they have Jay, and, and yeah, yeah. you know, they do have people to look at and get advice from, whereas yeah, we yeah. were kind of the, not the first generation, but do you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't a group of coaches around them or even just the community of Oak around them. 
Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Um, and then, yeah, so how do you think, like, the the community in, like, the UK, man, obviously it's grown a lot. Do you think that, obviously, influences the people involved, the fact that you have a kind of, like, a, a social identity that, you know, you you relate with all these people and that becomes your, your social group and stuff? Do you think that has an impact on keeping all you involved in the sport? Um, I think, uh, for me personally, I mean... I, I started like a, a lone warrior, you know, as a solo person training. So it doesn't influence me so much, but for other people, I can see it, it's influenced them massively, you know. I just need like a, two people really, like I have my friend Mark, Goku, uh, Jay and stuff like that. So I, I don't really socialize much with them um, in, the, in that circle. But from the other athletes that I've seen, they've got so much better, you know, having that support there and... Most of them have like regular training sessions every Tuesday and Sunday outside. So it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's what wonders. We went we went over to his one weekend, like Saturday, Sunday, and like Oak was just packed with yes, exactly like packed. kids and like we we've ended up using it here for uh you know to try to get parks built here because we said like look at the impact it's having on the community as well, you know. Um, like steel warriors and stuff, you know, they seem to kind yeah, of yeah. trying to influence the youth. Um, so do you think calisthenics has a chance to kind of be that for, I suppose, that age group, you know, like 15 to 18, man, where very easily just go down a different path? But do you think Cali is kind of a good positive social outlet? I think, I think it, it, it's, it's proven to be for sure, especially um, in London. You, you can use us as an example. Most definitely. For me as well, <clears throat> it definitely was um, growing up. For people like Goku, I know loads of other kids, it, it pretty much changed their life. Um, but some kids kind of got bullied um, and then they went to pull-ups and stuff like because they couldn't afford the gym, you know, to get stronger. And and, and that's it, it starts different ways, you know. Or, you know, you don't have... You go to kind of learn to socialise with people and you start your training... Definitely, man. I think I think the sport is very, very powerful, and hopefully one day it, it will get the recognition that um, it deserves. You know, because I think a lot of the identity about it is is still big, strong guys. You know, whereas it's more than just that. It's like strong women, strong kids. You know, especially when you go around the world, you see that. So yeah, it's, it's got potential. When we went, when we went to Oak Man, as you say, like there was such a wide kind of variety of people, but like mm-hmm. it brought all of those people together. Exactly. You know that way. Like even mm-hmm. Jay had mentioned to me about Nick and Demi, and he was just like, "It's like they're two posh kids," and he was like, "But they can come over and try with us." And he's like, "He's like, there's they're talking to two guys who've served time and probably have a knife in their pocket, like messing like." But he's just saying. <laughs> That's and they can all interact and come together because we have the one one yeah. common interest. Like it's so true. It's that that's a really good point. Yeah, actually, we honestly see that every day. You meet every single gender, every single group of person, all different backgrounds. But the one thing we have in common is like the bars. You know, it's yeah, crazy yeah. that a piece of metal can have that effect on someone's life. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> And it can have the complete opposite on someone's life because you know they're stuck behind that. So it's just it's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, uh, the yeah, like we's um, and then with with Mark and stuff, that would be someone who you'd 
keep class as a close friend because Mark's not yeah, on social definitely. media really or anything, so you never know how but he's getting on. That's what I that's what I like really a lot about him because I think Instagram really took over the calisthenics community. Yeah, Wouldn't you yeah. agree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to be training with someone, and he's been training for a good eight years, man, and he has no. He's still not. He has no desire to go on social media to show what he can do, and I just think that's so beautiful. Yeah, definitely. because it, yeah, you you it's it's like me and a monk on a mountain, and then you know you're just learning. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you go to the city, everybody wants to show what they have. And he's like that, so he, he's we, just uh, pure. We, uh, the first time we met him, I thought he was Ginger John. Yeah, exactly. He was like because he looked kind of Irish, like he was like, and like Are you Ginger John. He's like. No, <laughs> and like, oh, sorry, mate. Oh, Mark, but uh, yeah, so I was such a strong man, man, and like real nice yeah, fella. He's crazy. He's amazing, uh, man. Last one, and I'll let you get back to looking after the baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just with raw powers, man. So obviously, you know, you've been running that a while, and like, what made you want to create the brand and set up the wrist wrist straps and stuff? Oh yeah, so um. You know, like I'm a, I come from a, a jewelry background, an artist background. So, like whatever I do, I kind of see art in it, and mm. I kind of saw art in the, you know, uh, the sport too. So, um, I just thought like I, I want to create something. I didn't know what it, if it was a team, and I, and I thought no, I don't like to be leading people or telling them what to do. So, team probably wouldn't would make sense. <laughs> so I was like, okay, maybe I'll do. Um, Maybe I'll do something, a company, I must do something. But then I started wearing wrist wraps and I couldn't find the ones that I couldn't find the right color for myself. So I, I just thought, why don't I like use my history of like, you know, making jewelry as a jewelry designer. I contact the same people who helped me make jewelry design to help me make wrist wraps so I can have like one to wear. And they were like, you can't just make one. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> let me like make 10 you know like okay it's like no you need to, you need to make at least 50 i was like two all right then 50 that's fine <laughs> and then i was like if i have 50 i might as well just put a brand on there you know so it started well you've ended up man with like you know you've built a community with that through that as well like yeah I'm like trying, man, of, I'm trying. But the amount of Moroccans that I've seen just because of you, that I'm like, oh my God, who are you, mate? You are unbelievable. And that's just true, you know, raw powers, man. Yeah, the Moroccans are insane, man. Some of these some of these athletes, like, really make me feel like, whoa. And honestly, they don't get the credit that they deserve. The, yeah. Some of the best athletes right now are just unknown, complete unknown. There's like 25 of them in the same club that all have full Maltese. You're like, how does yeah. nobody know who you are, like? No. You put up that, uh, that, that plans challenge in January, the 15 second one, and yeah. it was done. You had it finished within like an hour or something. Oh, the the, like... the, the plans, <laughs> that was a, that was like the biggest screw up ever because I, I, I don't know. I was like, the 15 seconds is difficult. It must be difficult. Yeah. I so much... <laughs> the 15 second is difficult, but the Moroccan yeah. guy is just like, 15, yeah, no matter, mate, here you are. <laughs> <laughs> Like um, the the business DM was like I think we we ended up having it was just meant to be ten people and then I kept editing the post it went to fifteen then it went to twenty and then I was just like okay guys I literally cannot afford any more than that. 
bankrupt <laughs> after funding the Moroccans restaurants like yeah 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 I couldn't afford it but it, it's it, it's it's I think it's a good way to give back to the community even though it, it costs some money sometimes but it's at least because some of these dudes they can't really afford you know um to buy wrist wraps or, or and and also they, they don't get recognition too like no some of the big pages don't really post them because they don't have enough followers or you know you know what I mean so yeah, it's just a good way to kind of but I think that's a big thing, man. Like a lot of those guys have tried to compete and they've had issues with traveling and exactly. Um, and as you say, like to give them some recognition because, like, they're they're all amazing. Those those guys, like, and you're just like yeah, amazing. You know, so like, amazing. They kind of deserve that that recognition, like. Yeah, and there's. And I know um, you said you didn't want to like set up a team because you don't want to lead people, but I suppose yeah, yeah. in your way through the raps you are kind of you know bringing on the community there like oh that's that, that's nice to hear and at, at least yeah i mean i i i i think it's, it's always good when when the community is giving you so much and it's strange to say community because it's not like a, a group of people that like i can't really identify the community i can't say it's the uk community or uh swedish community i just think like the bars in general or calisthenics is so broad you know yeah. Um, I feel like it's given me so much, so much strength. So someone else is going through the same journey. It's just good to give back, you know, somewhere or another. So, yeah. And you get to when, when you give back, you receive the same way. So, yeah, that's right now. It's like a, it's an interesting journey for me with my company on that side. So hopefully it grows. <laughs> Definitely, man. I think, well, I don't see why not. You're, as you said, you're, you're doing a lot for the community and, um, Obviously, you're, you're very artistic, obviously, as well, man. So, like, the designs you always come up with, like, even if I didn't do calisthenics, I'd nearly just buy a pair, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, thank you. So, uh, bro, it was, it was really good to have you on. And um, I think, like, the out of everything you've said, like, still the weirdest thing about you is that your name is Gavin, man. <laughs> <laughs> Gavla. I know what I, I, I was I was planning to change my name, but you know what? It's not gonna change, man. <laughs> Keep it. Throw your hair ginger and get a few freckles off. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys need to show me how to do the bar monkey again. It's, it's this, yeah. So a B, and then an M. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Practice that the rest of the night. I will try, man. I'll get the baby to let it too. <laughs> baby coming in next week. Lauren, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on board, man. Appreciate no it. Water, man. It was great to chat to you. Yeah. Bless you. See you later. Thanks, bro. See you later.